Kathy Hart says, it's not often I disagree with Mark, okay. but I have to say I disagree with his take on Ghostbusters. It's not for everyone. My 10-year-old, like Mark, found the first half, half <clears throat> excuse me, first half a bit slow. My seven-year-old, my husband and I were, on the other hand, wrapped throughout. I would agree it's for fans, but not the crazy anti-lady Ghostbuster fans. The main character is a 12-year-old girl, a girl who loves science and experiments and is academic and clever. Not only that, it is implied she is on the autistic spectrum. She is exactly the kind of leading character I want my two daughters to see. You then have her mother, who isn't the strong, faultless role model, but someone with flaws and humanity to boot. When she makes a certain discovery about the father she never knew about, her reaction felt so real. The mid-credit sequence also goes some way to apologising for a scene from the original film that had very bad gender politics and has not aged well. I liked the 2016 film but found the cameos crowbarred in. In this film they felt very natural and they're an important adjunct to the characters we've got to know in this film. The ending also got me exactly in the fields and felt a beautiful goodbye to both the character of Egon and Harold Ramis. My seven-year-old had this to say. It was good, awesome and scary. I really like the scientist Phoebe because she was really good. There's a part where her mum wants to protect her and she says, no, I'm going to protect myself. I also liked her jokes, even though no one else did. <laughs> you couldn't ask for more. Down with Sumerian gods and up with completely superfluous, tiny Stay puff marshmallow men, which is kind of where we were yeah. um, last week. <clears throat> um, quite a hard-hitting email from Kerry. Simon okay. and Mark, I've listened to Wittertainment since 2001. And I've never felt compelled to contact you until today after hearing your review of Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'm sorry, Mark, but you're wrong. In November 2020, I received a phone call from the police to tell me my father had died in a motorbike crash. And could I drive the 100 miles to be with my mum? It was the longest drive of my life. Four months later, my partner of 20 years and father to my two children came home from work, told me my father's death had made him realise that life was too short to spend it with someone he didn't love anymore. And he left that night. It's now a year later, says Kerry, and me and the kids have just returned from seeing Ghostbusters Afterlife. And we loved it. This film resonated with us very deeply. During one scene, I sat quietly sobbing and looking at my daughter to find her doing the same. Upon leaving the cinema, my daughter said, that film is about us. Kindest regards. That's from Kerry. And there, there are others which we have time. I will, I will get to. Anyway, number one, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Okay, well... The first thing to say is that reactions to films are always and obviously deeply personal. I remember, and I'm incidentally, I'm saying this as a serious point because I do remember it very strongly. I remember watching uh, Alien Resurrection with some friends of mine and due to a particular confluence of circumstances, there were some scenes in Alien Resurrection that they found absolutely heartbreaking. And at that moment, the film was speaking to them. And that is one of the miracles of cinema, is that in, in the most unexpected places, you can find things that seem to be speaking directly to you. And heaven knows I have enough times used the phrase, this looked like a film that was made for me. I remember using it specifically in relation to Prana Bailey Bond's film Censor. And I think anyone who heard me talking about Petite Maman will know that, you know, my reaction to that is also very rooted in, you know, in, in my own personal life. And so there is, of course, in any circumstance of watching film, because of the ways that, that films at their best work, which is that they kind of bypass, bypass the intellect, which I don't mean as a bad thing, but they imprint themselves emotionally because you experience them as a memory, because it is a weird thing about cinema. Cinema 
kind of mirrors the function of memory, that they can have very, very profound emotional effects. So I don't for one minute doubt that that has happened. And if it has happened, then if it was a positive experience for you, a bonding experience, then that is nothing but great and nothing but a testament to the miracle of cinema. For myself, who had I had none of that feeling with afterlife at all, I found afterlife to be cynical. I found it to be something that was working with unearned nostalgia. I also thought it was just structurally all over the place. Now, I am very aware of the fact that uh, many people don't feel the same way. I have been delighted to receive on Twitter hundreds, and I mean hundreds of uh, messages from people explaining to me how wrong-headed my uh, opinion of Ghostbusters Afterlife is. All I can say is, okay, that's fine. I'm glad that people are getting something out of it that I didn't. I'm standing by my criticisms of it. I think it's lazy, and I think it's, I think it, what it's doing is it's just going, you remember this thing that you liked? Well, here it is again, but slightly retooled. But I do absolutely understand and accept that the majority of people do not feel the same way. Hey, that's fine.